0: The Woodside Church Podcast. Good morning to you all, my name is Martin, Martin Tewitt, great to have this opportunity once again to continue our sermon series which we've called Church Rebooted, Church Rebooted. If you haven't had a chance to listen to the other messages please will you take time to do that. We really feel this, this series is uh, central to how we feel God will want us to, to relaunch, to, to restart or to reboot Uh, And so please look at those other uh, talks, listen to those other talks if you can, love you to catch up with what we feel God is saying to us. So today we're going to be looking at the next series, next part of this series, which is called an apostolic people, how God has called us to be apostolic. Now just before we get into that I just want to say I'm getting some wonderful feedback For many many people so thank you so much for the people that have been speaking to me people have been emailing me uh, talking about uh, how their group night's been going how the one anothering that we looked at last week has really fed into and it become a bit of a catalyst to looking at how different groups are looking to how can we work this out practically so encouraging to hear that I know also on the Sunday mornings I know not everyone's been able to gather as yet but hopefully you will at some point soon but we've seen God break out amongst us and we've seen the body exercising their gifts in a way that if I'm honest I have never seen uh, certainly uh, while we've been at Woodside so it's brilliant to see how we are feeling together that God is speaking to us and we're taking just those early steps but it does feel that we're all moving in the same direction so very encouraging so thank you for your feedback now where was I? Okay, an apostolic people, an apostolic people. We know that the verses in Ephesians 4, which we've mentioned a number of times, talks about these ministries, and one of them is being apostolic or or apostles. But the apostles are there, as are the other leaders, to equip the church, to equip us all to know what God has gifted us in, in order that we would do and become all that God's called us to be. If you like, those gifts are there to prepare All of God's people to fulfil their calling. So whatever calling you have on your life, leaders, the role of leaders, like a primary role of leaders, is to equip you and equip me to become all that God has called you and me to be. It's good, isn't it? And so that's what we're looking at in this series. But particularly we want to land on what does it mean for us, therefore, to be an apostolic people? Now, the word apostle simply means someone who is sent, who is sent, a commission, someone who's sent with real purpose. Sometimes it, it, it is, uh, uh, instead of the word apostle, over uh, over years in Christianity, sometimes the word missionary has been used. Instead of an apostle, it's been a missionary, and it's been a bit misused, if we're honest. But you know that sense of a missionary is sent? Uh, normally, we think of a missionary being sent overseas, but actually... Anyone who is a believer in Jesus is a missionary in that sense, is someone who is apostolic, someone who is sent with purpose. In fact, our sending comes from Jesus himself. Jesus, at the end of the John's Gospel, John chapter 20, said, As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. As I have been sent apostolically, as it were, Jesus saying that I am now sending you in the same way. So that's what we want to look at. What does it mean to be a sent people? A sent people. I've got five ways that God, I believe, calls us as believers to be sent. The first is this. We're sent to bring our worship in the everyday. We're sent to bring our worship in the everyday, by using the gifts that God has given us. Early on in Ephesians chapter 2, Paul writes these words, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Now too often those verses are only applied to the life of a local church. Uh, And, you know, who who is serving him in what particular area of ministry? And of course, it does mean that. But those verses from Ephesians uh, 2 verse 10, that's talking about the good works that God has prepared for you and I to do in all of our lives. In every aspect, in the everyday part of our lives. In Romans 12, the same writer nails this particularly helpfully. Uh, Paul writes these words in Romans 12. He says this, Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. See, Paul is beginning to unpack that we are those that are sent to bring worship to God, but worship through the gifts and through the abilities, through what God has made each of us to be, but in and through every part of our lives. In fact, Paul, in these verses in Romans 12, he begins by saying, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of of God's mercy so often we can think can't we when we think of God's mercy we think about God's mercy to us uh, in his acceptance of us and our way he has freely given us his love and his grace and his favor in our lives without God's had such mercy on me which is true but that's that's very much an individualistic way to think about God's mercy And Paul has a view of the mercy of God that goes beyond individuals. It's utterly expansive. He's talking about how we bring God's mercy into every area that we go, into the everyday of life, by offering our bodies as a sacrifice, as as an act of worship to our God. In view of God's mercy, it says, offer your bodies as living sacrifices. Eugene Peterson, who wrote the message, amazing way of of understanding and, and reading the Bible in the way it's paraphrased. But this is what he says on these verses from Romans 12. He says this, Take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, your eating, you're going to work and walking around life and place it before god as an offering we are sent to use all that god has placed in us in our everyday life as an act of worship so often we we reduce worship to a time of singing songs and truths about God, and that's an ex that's an expression of worship, of course it is. But actually these verses say worship is about the whole of our lives and how we bring glory to God in everything that we do. It's about how we bring glory to God in our marriages. How we bring glory to God in when we take the kids to school. How we bring glory to God in the walking your dog part of life. The day-to-day things that we are found that we are involved in you see often people talk about that they want to change culture they want to change their community and paul helps us here he says actually you are sent we're apostolic people but actually we're sent to use all that god's gifted us in as an act of worship as an expression of God's mercy, on whatever area that we find ourselves involved in. My, um, our daughter Dawn and I, I's one of our daughters, Esther, our eldest daughter. She works at a local school in Bedford, actually. And let me just tell you a quick story about Esther. Uh, Esther was r- noticing that with her uh, other colleagues and the staff team, it was getting it was getting difficult. People were getting demotivated. And she just felt, I want to change something. So she decided to write messages, uh, words of encouragement on the back of of the doors in the staff toilets. And no one knew who was doing this. But whenever they went to the staff toilets, they were given truths about who they are and encouragement in all that they were doing. It's an expression. I don't think Esther actually described it like this, but it was an expression of God's mercy in that work environment, that God wanted to bring that change of culture. And Esther was using who God has made her as an act of worship in what she was doing. See, God wants us to take your everyday life, your ordinary life, and see it as an act of worship and see it as something that God has said I'm sending you to use who you are who I've made you to be as an expression of worship to me there are some people that that actually know what it means to celebrate and bring glory to God through their job through their what they do in their everyday life Uh, what I'm thinking about is is professional footballers Uh, have you noticed that how so many of them uh, they either pray before they start or particularly if they score a goal that they point their fingers to the ceiling or to the sky. And and, and it's a you can tell that they they're expressing their thanks and their glory to God for that remarkable goal they just scored. Now, there's lots we could say about professional footballers, particularly at the moment, but just recognise how they celebrate and they recognise that what they have done is an act of worship. It would be like um, a dentist drilling a hole, a perfect hole to help off a perfect filling and then celebrating around uh, the, their area of work whereas they give glory to God. Or I heard one person describe it's like doing the perfect spreadsheet and then stand it up and saying yes, to you be the glory. Everything we do, every part of our daily lives is an act of worship, and you and I are sent people to express worship to God in every place that we go. Secondly, we are sent to bring justice where we see injustice. We're to support those who are facing poverty. We are to to seek to bring a, a, a justice where we see that there is injustice one of the apostolic directives that we read in the new testament is when paul uh, was being commissioned as an apostle the other apostles said to him have uh, they'd recognized god grace on him he was re- taking the gospel to the gentiles and they said only remember the poor and paul replied that's the very thing I was eager to do. Remembering a poor is about about pushing against injustice. Those who are pushed down, it's about helping them to be lifted up. Sometimes the churches call this social action, part of their social action. Actually, it's part of social justice. And so part of being an apostolic people is being those who are sent to bring justice where there's injustice. It might be pushing against and helping those who are trapped in poverty it might be the injustice of abortion it might be racism it might even be something like climate change which of course affects us all but it affects i believe will mostly affect the poorer nations of the world See, it becomes a, a social justice issue and if we're going to be apostolic people we are to be those that have a voice for those that often do not have one. so let's also be those who are sent to bring justice thirdly we are sent into our inf- affinity groups this is a bit jargony so forgive me for that but you may remember if you've seen this series we talked about the sending of the 72 and that when Jesus sent them he said go into every town and village and look for a particular person and every town and village was a, a group of relationships. And for us, uh, uh, it could be our our town or our neighbourhood, but often we connect with people who have uh, a similar affinity. It might be where we live, but it might be where we learn. It might be where we work. It might be where we play. Or even today, it might be a community that is online. Being a sent people also means being sent to bring god into every context every affinity that we find ourselves when jesus sent the 72 in twos they were like 36 apostolic teams sent to bring the kingdom of god wherever they went i was talking with a Lemuku a few weeks ago he was explaining to me that he's been working out in the gym recently and he's particularly connected with someone there a man there and they're, and they're beginning to build a, a friendship and, and uh, a meeting up outside of the gym. And he is recognising that he is sent into those situations. For him, it might be the gym for you, maybe where you work, maybe where you live, maybe where you play, maybe where you socialise. But we are sent people wherever God leads us fourthly we are sent to plant into new communities we are sent to plant into new communities we have felt for a number of years that god has provoked us and stirred us and called us to be a little bit like the the church in antioch that we read in the New Testament. That was a remarkable church that had uh, uh, different leaders from different ethnicities coming through. Uh, they were a sending base into different towns and cities and nations too. And we really feel that God is leading us and continuing to encourage us to be a real sending base, that we would multiply into, into different situations and different localities and that we would plant into new communities. And so for some of us, we believe for Woodside to be an apostolic people means that some of us will be called to go. To go and plant something new as part of being this sending people. And fifthly and finally and connected really to number four is we are sent to reach new nations and to plant into new nations apostles were involved in churches and helped them to reach a wider mission to the unreached regions of the world that's what we of course called up in we are to be those that look to reach nations and look to reach new unreached people to the regions of the world God has called us to be an apostolic people, ascent people, commissioned, bringing worship in our everyday life, using the gifts that God's given us, not just in the life of the church, but actually seeing that as part of our worship in whatever setting, whatever the everyday looks like for us. To be those that bring justice, to those that reach into our affinity groups, to those that plant into new communities and for those to reach new nations do you know over recent uh weeks now recent months i've uh, reconnected with lots of friends i went to school with in mark rutherford school so i grew up in bedford and uh and was lived in bedford for many years and went to school all through bedford and my last school was mark rutherford and in fact many of my school friends in that school i was with at newnham and at dean and we all played football together and always played in the football teams and we've reconnected and uh, they've often asked me well, what, are, what are you doing martin and i you know i've said to someone what i'm doing and uh, and I, I wonder what they really think are they thinking like often people do that this that being involved in a woodside church or any church uh dover crescent in a in a in a fairly small town uh in the north part of 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 the town Uh, it might sound like this is this is a small thing but when I read these words about being an apostolic being a sent people I realize that I'm part of a global vision that is spanning the world that is making a difference from the local to the global so I hope you get excited when you realize that actually that's what God has called you and I to be a part of And we want to engage us all to be those that are sent, whether it's the everyday or whether it's to the nations. It's all part of being an apostolic people. Let me pray for us as we finish our time together. Father, we thank you that uh, you have an amazing, expansive vision for your church. Lord, we thank you that you have called each of us to play our part in being an apostolic people lord i pray particularly that we would all realize that the everyday if you like the mundane aspects of life that is all an aspect of how we bring our worship to you lord god i pray that tomorrow morning we will be able to say thank god it's monday Thank God it's Monday because Monday begins the beginning of a new week when we bring glory to you in whatever we're going to be doing. Lord, we pray that we would be those that would bring justice into many areas of life. I'm sure you are speaking to many about how important this is for our day. Lord, I pray for as you lead us into different affinity groups, or maybe, Lord, you're speaking to some of us. Some of us specifically about going and about planting and moving on. Lord God, I pray whatever it is, we want to be ready to respond to what it really means to be a sent people, a commissioned people, an apostolic people. We thank you, Lord, that you've not given us a small vision. We thank you, Lord, that we are part of a global mission, the Church of Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, that we are part of your story and your work. Lord, help us to continue to align with this vision as we continue to look at what it means to be a church rebooted. We ask this in your son's name and for his glory. Amen. Well, thank you so much. God bless you all. Hope to see you real soon.